When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, so that leads me to with Corey Perry and Edmonton making the first initial move. Where does Craig Ludwig think the stars should go as far as improving this current roster? I don't know if you're going to, to me, I think if you're going to, any ads would just be depth. I, I think if you're Jim Nil, you've got to be fairly happy the way that this team has played all year long. I mean, you're not, I don't know how you're going to tinker with your top three lines. I don't think you're going to, you're not going to have, <clears throat> sorry, I don't even know if you, what the, you, you don't have any cap space, but, but so if you're going to try to make any moves, it's got to be dollar in dollar out kind of thing. And, you know, can you get an upgraded defenseman? I would think right now you're looking for depth. I mean, I don't know where Miro is on, on his comeback and when he's going to be back. Um, unless, unless you heard something this morning that he's playing tonight, but I haven't looked at anything. So um, are you concerned about, you know, uh, a depth. And you, listen, if you're going to make a long run in the playoffs, you typically you're going to go through seven, eight, sometimes nine defensemen. So you, you know, it, maybe you look in that area uh, for some depth. But are you are you going to tinker with your your top three so-called lines? I don't see why you would. I mean, they're Dallas is in the top five in a lot of categories as you look through the NHL stats, <clears throat> you know, from goals for and goals against and penalty killing. I think the only one that, that is surprising is they're not in the top five in the power play where that's kind of been their bread and butter for the last couple of years. So, and that is probably going to come around, but, but otherwise, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And and I just think that there, uh, it, it appears to be that there's a tight group there, um, the chemistry is good. The leadership group is good. Um, I don't know where, what you would do. Uh, like I said, unless you're going to add some protection for some depth or, you know, something like that. Okay. Let me play. Let me play Jim Nil. I would pick up a physical defenseman because. Yeah, but he's going to be a number six or number seven. Cause you're not getting a number three or four. Yeah. Well, unless you give up the farm. Give up who? The farm. I mean, unless you give up yeah, draft picks. Or, you think that's you know? in Jim Nill's DNA? No, I, I, I don't necessarily <clears throat> do, but I just wonder, with this current defense core, can this team win a cup? No, I, th- that's the only question mark. Yeah. I mean, uh, my, my pet peeve is, you know, they're in zone play at times. But some of that is the system. And I, I've beaten that to death. So... <clears throat> I don't know how you're going to find a number five or number six out there that you're not going to, I mean, for a third round pick, maybe possibly, but then he's going to be an older guy. You ain't getting a young yeah. guy. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to get some age and you're going to get, uh, you know, and again, you're going to have to look at the bottom teams because, you know, obviously, I mean, that guy is just as valuable to the top eight teams on each side because they're, you know, again, is, is anything going to change here in, in the West? Are the top eight teams pretty much the top eight teams? Like I, mm, good question. I, I'm just wondering. 
who who is not going to make the play? Winnipeg, Colorado, Dallas, they're making it, right? Yeah. Vancouver's making it. Yep. Vegas is making it. Yep. Right now, Edmonton could finish. <laughs> Jesus, they could finish in second <laughs> over there. You know? Yeah. I mean, they could. They, they're. They've got, um, I don't know, they're five or six points behind. They got some games in hand. They're on a roll. Maybe LA can creep back and get their game together. I yeah. don't know. Nashville? Nashville's hanging what are around. They do? <clears throat> yeah. They're, I mean, there's teams hanging around. Well, I, I guess Arizona and Calgary, they're all hanging around. Maybe yeah. Calgary with their goaltenders got the best chance. Who knows? I'm just saying that I don't know. Uh, what are you getting? Now, that being said, with Calgary, they lose a few games. Let's just say they lose a few games here and they get to the point where they're not uh, looking pretty good. Right. And, and they're, the light at the end of the tunnel is a train coming. And so that's not a good thing. They've got some guys, they've got some older guys on that team that there's some contract issues going on there. There's uh, some contracts that if you don't like, what the future looks like, you may be wanting to say, I'd like you to, I'd like to move this guy. What will you take for him? You're going to pick up the good news is depending on the term that he has left. And if you find someone that's only got a year, maybe, maybe he's done this year, maybe he's got a year left. Um, you know, you, you get a, a deal on that kind of a guy, but Calgary could be one of those kind of teams that, you know, you might be able to, Finagle something, yeah. Um, you know, because I I think that team is going to be in a, yeah, they're going to be looking to, to kind of get get things turned around and start heading in a, in, in a different direction. I, so I think um, I think the name that you were thinking of is Chris, Chris Tannen, Tannen of Calgary. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But I will tell you this: there will be five or six other teams yep. on this side and on the other side that would want that player. Yeah, but I <clears> so, think he's what this defensive core core needs I, I mean listen it I thought it worked out okay but when the stars a few years ago picked up uh Chris Russell the defenseman that was leading the league in block shots I actually thought that was a really good move that was a little bit it wasn't the biggest defenseman but I mean got in front of the puck I, I really liked his kind of grit I love Tanif's uh grit you'd have to give up a haul Craig but Let's see what Ottawa thinks of uh, Jacob Chikrin. I don't know if you'd have to give up a haul. I'm saying because, for, again, for, like for I Chikrin said, what's the would. what you know? What direction is is that organization thinking that they're going if they don't make the playoffs? Tanev has got to be I don't 33, 34, 35, yeah. somewhere in that neighborhood. He's got to be yeah, thirty four. <laughs> okay, so so he's and I don't know what his contract he's is, a but he's UFA probably got a year after or two. this year. He's what? He's a UFA after this year. Okay. So there, there is something now is Jim ready. Would, would Jim give up a, a second rounder for him? I don't oh, know. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know the draft that's coming up. You know, is, is it a, I, what I've heard? I seem to me, I heard it over the juniors is that, you know, the next draft is going to be a barn burner or anything like that. But, yeah. but would you give up a second rounder for Tanner? I, I, I think a team will give up a first for him. I really do. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if Jim Nill's going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause the future is bright. I mean, there, there's some great prospects down in Texas, and, you know, um, they look NHL ready. So, I mean, the future is bright. I'm just saying for the current team, uh, I just have to creatively figure out, you know, and, and maybe it is, maybe they strike lightning in a bottle twice, Craig, where last year we saw Thomas Harley come up and really 
be effective in the playoffs, and we've seen that throughout this year as well. Maybe that's the case with a young prospect like Liam Bixell, who's a big uh, physical defenseman. Yeah, but but the other side of the coin is you're going to be taking Lundqvist out of the lineup. Yes. Do you want to do that to him with the progress that he seems to have made this year? Uh, I mean, personally, no. I want to take I want to take uh, I want to take Hockenpah out of the lineup. But there's my penalty kill right there too. So, well, know. and Tanev could do that, but Hockenpah yeah. yeah, up this year. Yes. His contract over this year. Yes. <clears throat> well, um, yeah. I I don't interesting. Know. It's, it's you interesting. know what? Yeah, I mean, I I like Hawk and Pa, but I think I I if they I don't think they're going to make the, that's not going to be an even swap. There, there's no way that's going to be an an, an, no. an even swap. No. So you're going to have to take, you know, maybe they want to you know trade for Hawk and Pa, and then you know you're going to have to give up something else. Yeah, too. Calgary I'm sure wants draft currency. Um, yeah. That's what that's what teams want. They, they you know what it seems as though teams don't even want prospects anymore. They just want give me the draft pick and let's pick the guy that fits our style best. Well, that's than, that's yeah. changed a few years ago, and and yeah. there you go. And yeah. So at least you're at least what you've got is you got a general manager has a concept of the type of player that he wants because he believes in today's game this is going to give us the best chance to win in five years from now or four yeah. years from now. We want these kind of players. If people want to watch Craig Ludwig this weekend, what rink should they go to? Uh, well, this weekend we're playing. Um, I thought you were in Dallas this weekend. No, we are. We're we are in Dallas, but our U eighteen team is playing in Plano. There's oh, okay. a there's a USHL showcase, I think they call it. So we're playing a couple games on Friday, a couple games on uh, Saturday, and then uh, depending on how you sit, you you know we'll play one or two games on on Sunday, but I think we're playing in McKinney and Plano, nice. but I, I don't know. I heard Plano, <clears throat> but we're, we're our, our alumni team is actually playing um, SMU coming yes. up here on February. Th- uh, man, I don't know. It's a Saturday. I think it's the third. And then will we're you play be the... in that game? Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. We'll be so in that one, you, and then we, so you're playing yeah. youngsters. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. You should you drop know, the mitts. You should I play drop two nights mitts. a week against youngsters. Okay. I mean, they're in there. 30s for God's sakes. So, but, but, and then we're, we're also playing the Edmonton Oilers coming up in uh, February. Uh, another Saturday, the, the Stars have an afternoon game, uh, like the 26th, 27th. I don't know, something like that. One of those days is an afternoon game, a two o'clock game. And so, uh, our Dallas Stars alumni will be playing the Edmonton Oilers alumni right after the Stars game is over with. That's sweet. Which is always kind of funny to watch because, uh, you know, the fans are hanging around and we basically, they do the ice. As soon as the game's over, we step on the ice and start warming up. And they're like, all of a sudden you see, you know, all the people in the lower bowl, they kind of sit down like, Oh shit. Let's what's going on here. We're let's watch these guys <laughs> about six, seven <laughs> minutes later. You look around, they're gone. <laughs> they're like, wow, this is like watching paint dry out there. So, um, okay. Anyway, so that, that stars and, SMU you know, game is going to start. It's on Saturday, February 3rd. That's the SMU game. Yeah, SMU yep. game. 7.30 p.m. tilt uh, at the... Till ch- about 4 a.m. 4 a.m. <laughs> Children- I'm going to hang around and bury some college kids. Children's Health Stars Center uh, in we're Farmers, Farmers Branch. Yeah. Yeah, we're in Farmers. That's our that's our, that's our our alumni rink, and yeah. we've got a nice, nice little setup there with the bar and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, in our tickets room, are as so- low as $10. Um, <laughs> Craig, if I go to this... Will you hang out with me after the game? 
We could always use a pinata in there after the game. <laughs> Can you imagine? I buy, you, uh, I buy a ticket. Will, I'm sitting I will in the stands. Pick you up. I'll personally pick you up and set you down on top of the bar <laughs> on the end there, and we will find things to do. I just picture me in the stands and be like, "Luds, Luds," and you're like, "Nope," <laughs> and you just keep walking. I'll just yell security and you'll be gone. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So that should be a, a, a fun tilt. And uh, we appreciate your time as always. See, this was a fun conversation. I love how oh, you yeah. like totally know, like what I was going to ask you about. That was uh that was good, man. That was uh that, that was good. So you're, you're saying that it was premeditated. I'm saying I can't stump Craig Ludwig. Oh yeah, you can. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little distracted right now. I'm sitting here and I have a green Bay Packer hat hanging on my little light thing at the little desk I'm sitting at. So man, you know what? Tough loss. Future's bright. Tough loss for who? Green Bay. Oh, 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 you mean the Packer loss? I thought you were talking about your boys. No. Well, that was, yeah, that's a, yeah. Go Rangers. Spring training starts in uh, just about a month. Boy, did you want to get off that topic? (laughs) Sure did my friend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Go, go stars uh, tonight against uh, Detroit and then home uh, against a uh, very talented, but young Anaheim team. That's a fun ticket to have on Thursday. And then the caps come to town uh, for an afternoon matinee. Who's so. in, who's in net tonight for the Dallas stars? Well, that's a good question. They I got to believe you've been yet. scouring your X or whatever they're all called your websites <clears throat> or your social media platforms. I'm trying to figure out if I'm uh, still trying to figure out why wedgie played back to back. Oh, Ottinger was sick. Okay. So maybe there was, he needed a little extra rest then. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I think he was legit. I think he was legit sick. Oh, Ottinger was sick too. I didn't. Yeah, I that's didn't what, hear. yeah, yeah. I, <clears throat> I think we had a game that night, and I was just uh, surprised that that uh, he wasn't in the lineup or he wasn't playing. I mean, <clears throat> they have so. not posted anything from morning skate yet, so do not know who was first off the ice. But uh, TBD, TBD. But I thought Wedgie played pretty well. Those you know, a couple. He's games. been good all year. He really you know, has. You know what? For for the the a backup goaltender, whatever you want to call him, one A one B. I think he's been really good. I mean, I think he's been. I believe that they're pleasantly surprised with with the Wedgwood. Uh, yep. You know, guy in the, in this back in backing up Otter. So I, I can see uh, after this season a team coming along and say, "You make a million with the Stars, we'll give you a million five or a million seven five to be our backup." Yeah. Oh yeah. I I don't. I have no idea, you know, and again, maybe he's, maybe he's in the driver's seat, you know, maybe he's got, there's some other teams that aren't happy with their goaltending. They see what the, what he's done with the Dallas stars. And and again, this isn't like playing in front of an airtight, you know, system in his own end. Yeah. There, there, there are some things that happen in front of him that he has to make some, some saves that I necessarily don't think he should have to make Yes, um, because of, you know, where they're coming from and how they get there. So, Um, I think he's, I think he's, I think there's going to be jams that have taken note. Would Edmonton like what, you know, would they, would they look at him now? Now, I guess, you know, they got a goalie that's on fire right now, yep. but would, you know, would they be paying and say, listen, I think we found our number one. You want to be back up over here and we'll give you, you know, whatever they're giving you, we'll give you this much extra, but be interesting to see. I, I is, honestly does he have I, a contract going into next year. Did he, he sign a no, two-year he's, deal he's or a what? UFA. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if I'm Ken yeah. Holland in Edmonton, Craig, I look down at Anaheim and say, how much for Gibson? That's just me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that could be the difference maker. You know, a veteran yeah. NHL goalie that puts up uh, uh, good numbers. Oh, before I forget, I wanted to ask you because, oh. uh, well, just take a second. A lot of Spits and Suds listeners asked me this, and I said, well, I should ask the pro. Back in the day, you were in front of the net, and you could, you know, there were different methods that you could clear space. I feel like game after game, we see a rebound being tapped in from the opposition and the Stars losing their man in front of the net. Are, when you watch the Stars, is there anything they can do to change that? Because I just feel Get like it's a repetitive. Get the sticks off the ice. Get the sticks up off the ice. Okay. Now, <clears throat> so I hate it when, when defensemen put their sticks over the top of the offensive player stick, get it up off the ice pretty hard. You can't kick it in the net. And so that, but again, position now <clears throat> easy. I can go off that rant. I'm not going to, it's difficult to, to get your defensive position at times because you're following your guy around and I, I don't like it. I'm, I, I hate it when I see forwards covering the front of the net and defensemen out of the top of the circles, chasing a forward that's going the other way. Don't like it. So now you're chasing back to your own net, which the phrase always used to be, if a defenseman's chasing back to his own net, something's wrong because you lost your position. So now that's changed. I mean, you know, the game has changed and there's a little more, you know, skating and uh, movement and things like that. But I like guys being where they're supposed to be, you know, and they, they've been playing since they were four years old as defensemen and learning how to play in front of the net. And the wingers have been playing since they were four years old, trying to, you know, play at the top of the circles and the hash marks and get pucks out of the zone and receive and make a pass there on the wall. And now they're in front covering people. So that's just the way it is. But again, (laughs) you're, you're, you're rolling along here. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. We were having such a good laughter filled podcast. And then I threw that in you. Sorry. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> well, you're thanks. just like the weather out here. You're no, just like the re- weather. Come on, yeah, I'm like a, I'm like a sunny and day, shitty and drizzly and little chilly, damp. All adjectives that describe Gavin Spittle. Man, I'm like that third line <laughs> agitator with Craig Ludwig. You know, I can score some goals. My plus minus is pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's how I kind of think of myself. Yeah, there you are, living in your birdcage. <laughs> and we end on a high note, and that's going to do it for Spits and Suds. Thanks one and all for uh, listening to Spits and Suds as Craig took us around the NHL, gave us some great stars, in-depth information. So for Craig Ludwig, the two-time Stanley Cup winner, I'm Gavin Spittle. Have a great day, everyone.